welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi straight girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else that we just don't understand. On today's episode, breakups. Sounds fake, but okay. T sis. The T. That's sis. the T sis. Yes, Kayla? Guess who's single again? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. I had this idea of doing an episode about breakups because I realized I like just don't have like a concept of them. Like like I get, I understand like on an intellectual level yeah, but what like, happens. But I, I don't really have any comparison yeah. in my own personal life. And so we were going to do this episode a couple weeks from now. And then... <laughs> and then a bitch decided to... It's me, I'm the bitch. To go make it relevant. <laughs> so, that's so, a thing. Here we are. Here we are. Uh, for those of you who are still confused, Kayla just broke up with someone. Um... I broke up with my boyfriend <laughs> mm, five days ago. Yeah, it was Thursday, wasn't it? It was Thursday. Yeah. I thought today was Thursday because that's how shit my week has today been already. Today is Tuesday. But it's only Tuesday, my dude, so... And for those of you listening, it could be literally any day. Perhaps Sunday. Perhaps If you're an Sunday. avid listener. <laughs> if not... Could be... Could be... Could be... Next Years year. from now. <laughs> yeah. How wild to think. I don't. Perhaps someone years from now is listening to this when we're famous. You know what's not related to what? this topic at all, but a story I want to tell okay. is the mystery mail. Can we tell the mystery mail at the end? Fine. Okay. Uh, stay tuned to the end for the Kayla's it's, story about Okay, the if you like mail. follow me on Instagram, which I know a couple of you do, you've been new. It's there. And you're missing a wild ride. But wild. anyway. Um, yeah, okay. Anyway, breakups. So I realized that. Because I, I don't think you have to have romantic attraction people to, well. <laughs> <laughs> it is only 9.30pm, and this oh is how it be. <laughs> you, you don't have, <laughs> sorry, sorry in advance for this. Um, you, you don't have to have a romantic attraction to people necessarily to understand a breakup or to experience something similar because there are plenty of people who do have like friend breakups yeah like they things blow up and they like properly break up but i realize that that has never happened to me i've i've only ever had just like a sort of like okay we drifted and uh i kind of realized that uh in a if you're in like a romantic relationship somewhere i keep skipping prepositions i'm skipping prepositions incredible if if you are in a romantic relationship with someone um you can't just kind of drift and like you, communication you is necessary <laughs> yeah um yeah so i realized like i just i don't have a a comparison within my own life to what it's like to experience like a romantic breakup um it sucks but first seems to be the case. what do you think it's like i mean I think it sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you've you've seen me through two breakups now. Yeah. So I mean, and I've I've experienced other people 
other people's breakups, yeah. although not necessarily to the same extent. Yeah, I mean, you, you've you lived with me through two of them, like, right. literally. Yeah. So, I mean, um, you saw it. Yeah. Not all of it, but, you know. Yeah. And I've also seen how they were different. Yeah. Because they were very different. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, th- I think it's like a... Because it, it, it is this weird thing, because it's like, as they say, you know, like, every romantic relationship either ends in, like, marriage, or you break up, or, or you dies. die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so it's like, that's, that's daunting, and we don't think of friendship that way. Mm-mm. Like, friendship is the same way. Yeah. You probably won't get married, but... <laughs> but friendship, I mean, friendship's the same way. It either lasts forever... Mm-hmm. Or it doesn't. Or it doesn't. And maybe, you know, there's more of a chance of you just drifting apart, which I think is perhaps what happens with the majority of relations, or friendships. Right. Especially as you get older and you stop being a dramatic 13-year-old. Right. But no one, yeah, no one thinks about friendships that way. Right. And so, like, I mean, you can think of them that way. I usually don't. I try not to. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's also, we've talked about before, you know, the ways in which friendships and relationships are different, because... Friendships, they don't require a hard label. And you don't, all of a sudden, one day say, you are now my best friend. Right. Whereas relationships, they're usually more clearly defined, and so the ending is also more clearly clearly defined. defined. Yeah. Because I I feel like, to me, a breakup is just, like, a really formal way to end a relationship. Of any kind, yeah. Of any kind, yeah. Like, it's just, it's just really formal, which, like... I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like communication is, is necessary in any type of relationship coming from someone who's not good at that. We've been new. Um, but, like, for some reason, just because, like, there's this one or maybe two extra layers of whatever it is in a romantic yeah. relationship, suddenly it becomes so weirdly formal and systemic. I also think that, like, in a friendship, there's no... Communication is good. And yeah. if you're truly friends with someone, you're going to talk to them a lot. Yeah. But there's no requirement. Yeah. It's not weird to go a week without talking to your friend. Yeah. If you're in a relationship and you were to say, I haven't talked to my boyfriend or girlfriend in a week, mm-hmm. that's going to be... People are going to say, like, that's... You have a problem. Yeah. So you also have just, like, these expectations of how much you should be communicating. Mm-hmm. And... Like, every relationship I've been in, it's daily texting throughout the day. So, a breakup is basically, like, a formal agreement that... To stop doing that. To stop doing that. To stop seeing them so much. Stop. And that's what, for me, especially my, not this most recent breakup, but my last one, which mm-hmm. this podcast has also seen me through. Yeah, if, if, you, you, remember, if you want to run If way you back remember, to the it was almost exactly a year ago. I also remember because we had just, we had talked about, like, online dating. Right, so. And we had literally the previous episode the talked about The previous episode was online dating, the one yeah. before my last breakup, and it was, I was talking about how I met my boyfriend on Tinder. Yeah. My boyfriend at the time. And then the next episode after that, I, I went they on, and I was up. like, I take it back. Yep. Online dating isn't good. Yeah. Um, and then that's how you met. My most <laughs> you recent met one your also. Your most recent boyfriend. Yeah. Also on dating. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> but especially my my second to most recent relationship, I w- mm-hmm. it was a year and a half long. Yeah. And so it was a year and a half of talking every day, all right. the time. 
And so then, to me, the biggest impact breakups have on me is that when you're used to talking to someone every day, Mm -hmm. then, like, things will come up in life, and you'll be like, you'll go to text someone. Yeah. You'll go to text person and be like, oh, wait, like, I can't. Yeah. I can't do that, you know? I just text that shit. Okay, I was going to say I just text that shit to you, but that's not true. I have multiple people. You do, depending on the topic. Depending on the topic. It goes to. It goes to, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I... I'm not bothering all of you all the time. I'm just bothering all of you some of the time. That is how that works. I do get a lot of random texts from Sarah. Yeah, you you get all, like, the ones if it's like, I don't know who to send this to, I'll send it to you. Wow, good <laughs> to know I'm last on the list. No, it's like, it's like I have the things that I send specifically to you, and then anything else where Anything like, else that's not for a specific person. So I no. get So I get things that are specific for me and everything else that doesn't go to a specific person. Yes. For the most part, I'm I would say. Honored. <laughs> yeah, see, you went from being offended to being honored. Oh. Well, maybe you should work on your communication, and I wouldn't have gotten offended in the first place. Maybe you should not get offended so easily. And that's the tea. And that's the tea. <laughs> um, our new podcast. Podcast, and that that has and to be a podcast that exists, right? And that's the there's tea. There's gotta be. If there's not, what are you doing, humanity? You need to make a new podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. The the thing, yeah, the thing that is hardest for me about breakups is that lack, or is that very formal cutoff, because it's not drifting away, it's yeah. one day you're talking to someone all the time, yeah. and the next, and like maybe it's not as sudden as that, maybe you've been like fighting for a while, and so communication right. maybe has been lacking for a while, but it's mm-hmm. still like, you have this person that is a very big part of your life, you see them often, you talk to them all the time, and then the next day it's like... They're gone yeah. from your entire life. And like, that's such a gone. weird thing to me. Because it's just so formal. Yeah. Like, it's just such a formal way of saying you are or you are not welcome in my life. And, like, that's why, like, I feel like a lot of times when people are like, oh, we're gonna stay friends, everyone's like, no, you're not. Because it's like, I've, from what I understand, it's like, it's very hard to stay friends with someone when you've broken up just because you have this formal end to your relationship and then but then you don't yeah and and that from what from what people have told me (laughs) is is a difficult transition to make because it's like it's it's very hard to be to just change the nature of your relationship very quickly in the opposite direction yeah i think the what i think is probably the hardest part about that is that you have formally ended the relationship, but your feelings don't formally end when you tell them to. Yeah. So if you're going to, you know, end your relationship, that doesn't mean your feelings are necessarily gone. And so right. then if you're going to continue talking to someone and, like, having them in your life while you still have those feelings, I think, for me, it would be harder yeah. for my feelings to go away right. if I continued, like, spending time with someone or keeping up with them. Mm-hmm. It also sucks, though, because if someone has been in your life for years or months, and they've been yeah. a huge part of your life, and then you are cut off from them, you're kind of like, what do I do? How are you doing? What's going like, on? Like, I yeah. just, my biggest thing is wondering, like, how people are. Yeah. Like, when I knew you, you had these hopes and these dreams, like, this was yeah. your plan. Like, is that still your plan? Like, what's yeah. up with you? How are you doing? I'm curious. Right. Like, as a human, I'm just, like, curious how you're doing as another yeah. human. And I feel like when you drift from friends it's like there's a certain grace period where it's still okay to just like 
text them yeah. and be like, hey, what's up? How you doing? What's going on with your life? Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously it's a lot easier with social media now because you don't necessarily have to directly talk to them. Yeah. But it's like, but also just with a, if, if you drifted away and there aren't necessarily any hard feelings, it's just like different worlds, different lives, whatever. Yeah. Like, you can always still just like text them. And yeah. may, maybe it'll be a little weird. But if there's no formal, if there's no formal ending, then right. there's no reason right. to not. There's nothing keeping you from doing that. But with exactly. a breakup, and I know a lot of people that are still friends with their exes. Yeah, and like it can be done. That's great for them. Yeah, that has never been my experience. Yeah, because I don't know. Yeah, but I, I, don't I also know. just wonder, like, because it's so formal, it's like, and if you are the kind of person who, like, I understand that you know, remaining friends with an ex is not something that works for me for my own, you know, personal sanity, you know. I also feel like that that just makes breaking up harder because it's like, I know that right now I'm just, like, drawing a line in the sand and, Mm -hmm. like, that it's probably not going to get crossed. Yeah. And I feel like that's, I think it's just, for me, the the thing that I find difficult to understand is just, like, not difficult to understand, but difficult to relate to is like mm-hmm. the formality of it all. Yeah, it's like there there are plenty of friends who I was friends with, whether it was when I was like a kid or like who I was like best friends with in high school, yeah. who I don't talk to anymore, who I like. I if I tried to talk to them, I don't think it would get very far. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like we we're different yeah. people now. But like I also it. It wasn't, it wasn't that, like, it's sad, but, yeah. like, it's not that bad because it didn't happen all at once. Yeah. You know, like, it just, mm-hmm. it happened over time. And I, th- I think that's, like, the big difference is, like, I, I know how it, I know how it feels when it happens over time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it feels when it's just, like, yank the rug out from under it. Yeah. I don't think I ever want to know what it feels no, like. it's, like, pretty <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm fine not knowing <laughs> But some people just, like, by by virtue of their personality, have a lot of friend breakups. Oh, yeah. If they're, like, a dramatic person, yeah. they go through that all the time. Which I can't imagine. I, I just can't imagine, like, like I don't have an, I would, don't have a big enough arsenal of friends to begin with <laughs> to afford to just, like, toss them out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't... I, then I would be friendless. Yeah. And also, just, like... I don't know if you're the kind of person who blows up with people all the time to the point where your relationships are just ending constantly. Like, that sounds like a personal problem. It, yeah. It just, it seems like, I mean, I wouldn't want to be friends with that kind of person. And no. that's and that's probably why I haven't had those experiences, because I don't befriend those kinds of people. Yeah. I think I've only had, like, one, maybe, and it was in middle school. Yeah. So it's like, it was like transitioning from middle school to high school, and like, mm-hmm. ooh, you know? Right. But that was also one that, like... It was a friend breakup, and then four years later, these were people that I still talked to casually because I was involved with them in clubs. Right. And we just, like, acted as if it never happened because yeah. it was four years ago and we were in middle school, so we were all like, you were it like doesn't even 12. matter. Yeah. Yeah, so we're all, we were all kind of like, we're not going to acknowledge it. We have a separate whole new relationship now. It's yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, you also, I've also had this situation happen where I drifted from a person um, just because that's what happened. Yeah. 
But then something else happened with that person that made me not want to be friends with them anymore. Yeah. So, like, I view it differently because, like, yes, we did drift just naturally. It wasn't, like, a friend but breakup. But also, you're definitely not going to go back. But also, I'm not going back to that. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, like, it. that's kind of a weird situation where mm-hmm. it's, like, it kind of happened for me. Yeah. Like, just, like, and I don't, I don't know if, you know, I don't know if that these people realize that yeah you know but it doesn't matter because it's because you don't talk to them yeah yeah Yeah. what a weird thing human relationships what like we we make things so complex (laughs) but if you think about it though like with a romantic relationship Mm -hmm. what other what else are you gonna do like how else could you do it where it's not so formal you know yeah that 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 is a thing is like like what else is there to do there's I, I think it all just comes back to the fact that we are such a, a a group that is so reliant upon monogamy for yeah. life. And so if we were less reliant upon monogamy, if that was less of a cultural requirement, then I don't think it would be as big of a thing. Mm-hmm. But because we are there has to be a certain level of formality with the romantic relationships so that you are able to remain monogamous because you yeah. you know what's going on. Yeah. Also with monogamy, I mean, it's you and you and one other person. Mm-hmm. So obviously, not to say that people that are in polyamorous relationships, like those relationships aren't intense. Right. But, you know, if you were in a polyamorous relationship and you had two partners, mm-hmm. if one of those went away... It's kind of like you would still have the other one right. to pour your affection into, right. to spend time with, to talk to. And, and and your world would be different and your relationships would be different, but it's not like it was a complete cutoff from any relationship. From any, yeah. So right. it's, it's not like you're leaving a void there because there is some outlet for a romantic relationship still. Like, obviously there's yeah. still a loss, but it's not a complete cutaway from that part of your life. Right. Whereas when you're monogamous, you break up. It's just, that part is just gone. Yeah. Like, no matter, like, what the breakup was about, like, that right. part of your life is just, like, swept away. Yeah. Yeah. I also, um, I wonder, so, like, I'm just trying to think of, like, potential equivalents that I that I might, like, understand. Someone dying? I guess. Yeah, like, that sort of makes sense. But, I like, I'm just kind of, like... Because, like, this, this, if, if I were to end up in, like, a QPR with mm. someone, like, that could potentially happen. But for, for some reason, I just think about it differently because it's, like, with a QPR, because it's not romantic, I view it more like a friendship where it's, like, I mean, yes, maybe there's a label on this, but, like, it's also not, I don't know, it feels less formal to me. Yeah, I even also, though it isn't necessarily. I also think like formal. because it's a QPR, it's inherently platonic. Yeah, but it doesn't keep you from having other platonic relationships. Right. When you're in a romantic relationship and it's monogamous, it does. that keeps you from any other romantic relationship yeah. from anyone else, unless you're cheating or doing whatever. Yeah. So you know, even though you have one platonic relationship that's different from the others and maybe more solid and formal, like yeah. you still have other outlets. Right. It's weird. Yeah. It's all weird. Why do we make our relationships so formal? Like, I get it, but I don't. 
It's also, like, there's, like, certain rules to it, too, just, like, inherently. Like, yeah. like you should, like, you should unfollow yeah. your, your ex-significant other. You should delete pictures. Or you should delete pictures, or you shouldn't reach back out to them. Like, my ex that I broke up with a year ago, mm-hmm. like, I thought about a lot about just, like, reaching back out to him and being like, hey, how are you? Or, like, his mm-hmm. friends, because I was really good friends with his friends. Yeah. But it's, like, how long of a time are you supposed to wait how unacceptable some sort of social how yeah how unacceptable is it for me mm-hmm. after a year to be like out of the blue like hey how are you you know it also depends on how nasty the breakup was right because like if i'm thinking about the exes of people i know yeah i am still facebook friends and follow on instagram and like their posts and they like my posts of the ones where the breakup went I mean no breakups gonna go great but you know the ones where the breakups went you know better yeah and then the ones where the breakups didn't go so good it's like I'm completely cut off from them now yeah or or maybe I I'm not cut off from them but like I mean you everyone else is and so they're just like hey what's this person doing now and I just send them lots of screenshots yeah it's also (laughs) weird though because if you if you are, like, dating someone maybe you're already friends with, mm-hmm. or you become friends with someone's friends, and, like, mm-hmm. your friends become friends with them, then you're cutting, also at the breakup, you're cutting off all of those it's relationships. Like, it's like, who do you get in the divorce? Right. So yeah. it's like, you know, your friends could still be friends with whoever, but it's mm-hmm. like, are they gonna be, or are you completely severing a bunch of ties that you had created over yeah. the years or months because of the relationship, and now you're breaking up a bunch of people because of it well i think that's what makes it because people always talk about the danger of like dating someone who is in your friend group yeah and i think that is that's what it is is because you're taking an informal thing and you're formalizing it and so if things go poorly in an informal thing it's informal. If things go poorly in a formal thing, that is a, like... If you're dating someone in your friend group, you're forcing everyone else in the friend group to also become more formal. Yeah. Instead of just having your casual friend group, now not you, not only just you and your significant other, now everyone in the group has to be aware of what's going on. Right. And everyone is more involved. And their relationship... Their relationship to you as an individual might not change, but their relationship to you and your new partner is going to change. Yeah. Like, the, dy- the the group dynamics change. Right. And they're, they're made, in a lot of ways, more formal, just mm-hmm. because of this one thing that got me Well, because of other, like, rules and things. Like, yeah. can I... It's like if your two friends are dating and they go on a date with your friends, but, like, can... So you can't go out with them anymore because now you're like intruding right. on their date. Is this third wheeling or right. is this friends? So there, so then there's you just add all of these weird rules and social norms mm-hmm. that beforehand it was like you can just do whatever without thinking about potential mm-hmm. consequences. Yeah, dumb. Yeah, it's it's just weird because no one talks about it, but when you like sit down and think about relationships mm-hmm. and breakups, like they are, there are inherent things that like everyone knows or everyone who's been through one knows that like this is kind of how you have to dance around it Mm -hmm. but no one talks about it yeah and that's not even dipping our toes into like 
legal marriage and divorce and separation. Like, if you want formality, (laughs) that is, like, systemic. There are hoops you have to jump through. Yeah. And that's wild. Yeah. Like, I mean, and that's also why, to, to some extent, you know, getting divorced is so much worse than just breaking up. Well, or yeah, like, because or there's like, just, there's well, so much else to disentangle. Yeah, and it depends on the levels of formality. So you have, you know, breaking up, you know, partners versus breaking up fiancés. Well, and then, like, breaking up someone you live with. Yeah. That's a whole... That's a whole shenanigans. Who, who's house is this yeah do you have a pet together do you have pet a is pet it? together like we i've seen that before yeah like people like got a pet together and then it's a weird like who needs to find joint a custody place <laughs> to live. like and then you have married people with kids mm-hmm. and then, and then like joint bank up. accounts assets and you have to move all of that apart we want prenups we want no, prenups okay. yeah thank you for that <laughs> You know what? You know what it does remind me of? And this isn't necessarily something I can relate to either. But it does remind me of, like, when families have falling outs. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, this is a more formal institution. There are there are more formal lines between these relationships. And there are, there's, there are tiers and there's a system. And, like, if you're going to leave that system, mm-hmm. it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, like, the best way I could, like, describe how it feels would be to, like, imagine that we, all of a sudden, we're just never going to talk again. Weird. Like. But good. I hate you. Okay. But, like, after, like, three and a half years of living together, mm-hmm. after, like. Ew. We've lived together, for th- except for some of it. Yeah. <laughs> but, good description. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, daily communication. We're living together. We see each other all the time. We have this podcast together yeah like think you about... broke our snap streak so that's not something i would have to consider losing anyway several times she broke that snap streak, i'm not so good at snap streaks. i don't have snap streak with her anymore um i'm just bad at them and i know it yeah she's the and worst. i told you i have six snap streaks and you're not one of them what are you born in 2000 no i met someone I know people that are born I, in 2000. We now. go to school with people who were born in 2000. It's terrifying. It's the worst. Anyway, it's like imagining if we had a three-year relationship, which mm-hmm. I, we have, yeah. and then we were just like, all right, bye, never going to talk to you again. Yeah. But it's still just hard to fathom if you haven't done it. It sucks. It, it sucks. sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. No one asked for this. <laughs> Amazing. I'm, try- I'm just trying to think of like other situations where you would have like a breakup. <laughs> for some reason, the thing I keep thinking of is if you're writing like a thesis, and you <laughs> and you're working with a professor, and then you're like, you know what, you suck. The one thing I can think of is maybe you're at a job and you mm. really hate your job and then you mm. quit. Just suddenly. If you're like... No the, two weeks notice. Well, yeah. It's like all of a sudden you like can't take it anymore and you just you quit. Just quit. Yeah. That makes sense. But also, like... Or or you just get fired. Yeah. Because I feel like that's I mean, just... Relation, that's just like... That's being dumped versus also, dumping. Breakups, yeah, is either you're being 
fired or you're quitting. Mm-hmm. Or you're mutually deciding to <laughs> Or you're, you're mutually deciding the, that, that the best thing for both the company and for you is to, is to resign. Resign. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is... Yeah. Those are, like, the three... Gotta go through an impeachment process. <laughs> I will say, though, I had never... Until five days ago, mm-hmm. it had always been either mutual or me being broken up with. Mm-hmm. Got to experience breaking up with someone. How was that for you? I realized that it was fine. But I realized, thinking back to the conversation that led up to us breaking up, I was, like, trying to convince him to break up with me. Interesting. Because I didn't want to do it. Mm, retweet. See, that's, I, you know, I was, as I was thinking about this, I was like, I, I mean, it's probably a good thing that airways, so because I, be, you would never be able to break up with somebody. I would never be able to break up with somebody. I imagine being, trying to be in a romantic relationship with me. <laughs> you would be the worst. It would be horrible. Like, it would be truly awful. You would have like all of those really passive aggressive fights mm-hmm. where you would be like, no, it's fine. Like, I don't want, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. But you'd obviously be angry. Like, you would, I'm sorry. Yeah. You would be a shit person. To be oh, I'd be horrible. With. And they would be like, I want to, like, be emotionally close to you. And I was like, I, I don't want to be emotionally mm-hmm. or physically close to you. You would be uh, so bad in a relationship. You can sit on that side Even of if account. you, were, like, were okay with physical contact, yeah. like, you would still suck. Oh, I'd be the worst. But yeah, I realize. Don't date me. <laughs> I realize, like, I consider myself a pretty confrontational person. Yeah. And I speak my mind fairly often. That's true. But, like, I wouldn't. I... Yeah. Because the biggest, the biggest thing to me with this breakup was a loss of security. Because mm-hmm. so much is changing in my life right now. Yeah. When I, like, it's our senior year, I'm trying to get a job, I'm probably mm-hmm. going to move. That, like, it was a loss of something regular and something stable. Yeah. And so I was so afraid to lose that. I'm crying. You know what's stable? A table. I was going to say a table, but the table that we have in front of us is really not stable First of all, all. it's two tables. <laughs> it's it's two like, tables. they're like the pop-up TV dinner kinds because yep. in this house, We're fancy. we have zero dollars. Um, no, I was going to say this podcast. Is it though? We do our best. I'm going to have a heyday editing all of my coughing out of this podcast. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not editing this one. Mm, I can't stop coughing. Love that for you. I've seen. Yeah, it just seems like I'd be really bad at breaking up with people. Yeah, you would suck. But I, for some reason, like, my instinct is telling me that if I were a person who did relationships, like, I, for some reason, I feel like I would more often be the person who would want to be, like, who would just be like, yeah, no, I'm done with this. But I would be worse at doing it. Yeah, I can see that. I also, I mean, I think that would be more in in mild conditions. You've also been witness to some pretty bad relationships. Yeah. So I feel like if someone was, like, treating you. I have. You really have. I I didn't really realize that until you said it just now. But, like, so I feel like if it was a situation where you were not being treated well. I would fucking kill them. That you would, in that situation, would leave quite easily. But if it yeah. was a more mellow thing, I think you would yeah. just stay and be sad forever. You are not wrong. Yep. Staying and being sad forever. The Sarah Costello story. <laughs> sad, 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 <laughs> sad, sad, sad. A sad, sad month. Sad, sad. Oh, man. Um. Yeah, no, I just can't stop thinking about the fact that I'd be a horrible girlfriend. 
don't even like calling myself. I don't that that made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't think you would No. Like you are a good friend. Nice. Because but that is only because it is informal and it is okay for you to kind of go off and run do away. your own thing. <laughs> and it is more understandable that you would not want to share your emotions. We don't. Like, it's not. In this house, we don't share our emotions. We really don't. That's Which, not true. In this house in general, that's not true. In this house, though, you know what we don't do? So, me and Sarah live with, like, our two other best friends. Mm-hmm. What we never do mm-hmm. is, like, show affection for each other. No. Which is interesting because if you look at other people that are best friends they like constantly talk about how good of friends they are yeah we don't do that i touched evan's hand today and it was weird which is for me often not great since i usually think people hate me anyway yeah so then i'm like well these people didn't say they liked me so see i i get uncomfortable when people tell me they like me too much well we, we have a friend who just constantly compliments people yes yeah, and i just don't, i don't i don't i don't know what to do about it yeah. Like, I know that, like, I should just say thank you, but, like, I feel the need to reciprocate. But yeah. then it feels not genuine. And it's, like, it's not that it's not genuine. It's just that, like, that's not how I usually, like, like the better, like, you, you said this, I think, last week. It's, like, the better friends I am with people, the less nice I am to them. Yeah, I'm the same way. So, like, so, like, as I'm, like, getting to be better friends with her, I feel more and more uncomfortable. Yeah like returning the compliment yeah but it was just a weird thing i realized the other day is how unaffectionate the four of us are towards each other i think it's just it's just me and evan and then and and miranda's not super affectionate yeah and me and evan are so anti-affectionate that it just it's just how it happens (laughs) yeah it's just it's just funny to think about that like none of us are willing to admit that we're good friends. Yeah, no, Evan literally won't. It well, that's, will not call us I mean, friends. that's kind of a shtick. <laughs> it is a shtick. But, like, also, it's kind of true that none of us yeah. are willing to put that out there, you know? I don't like you. I know. I'm looking her in the eyes as I say that. She has, like, the glow like of the red light of our <laughs> microphone on it. It's very spoopy. Spoopy. Yeah. I think that's also cultural. Like... The, the American culture is is a weird one because there are there are cultures in the world where it's like you do not display affection. Yeah. But in the United States people give out affection like it's candy. Well, traditionally, I would say depending on gender. Depending on gender. I would female say female friendships women are usually to. right. Yeah, because if, cause if I look at my other friendships with women, um, they, like, I definitely am, I don't even like to use the word affectionate because I don't think it's the right word. I'm just, like, I don't know, I'm less mean to them. <laughs> I don't, there's I don't just, know. like, more, I feel like there's more overt feelings involved. Yeah. You know? And, like, so, like, even with my own relationships, like, those relationships are treated differently. I, this is a tangent. Um, yeah, this isn't about breakups at all. No, but like, but it is, it is true that in, in the United States, women are expected to kind of just give out affection like candy and be constantly like telling people, like, like I've heard people say that like they are comfortable saying I love you to people in English, but not in their native language because mm-hmm. it, 
it just it, bears it greater something. meaning. Yeah. yeah, it means something different. Like like in German, there are two different ways to say "I love you." Um, one of them is more platonic, and one of them is more romantic. Hmm. And like, it's not inherent to the language or to the words. It's just like those those are the cultural connotations, yeah. and so it's like it's a thing to go from Habdishlieb to Ishlibadish. Yeah. And, like, that's a thing. And, yeah. And, and, and like, you, you normally wouldn't say Ishlibadish to a family member. To a family member, you would just say Ishabdishlieb, which is, like, I mean, it's the same words. Yeah. You know, but, but like, yeah. it means something different. And so, like, so the weird thing about American culture is that on one hand, we, th- we throw out affection like it's candy, but then on the other hand, it's... It, it's kind of like socially acceptable, especially for young people, to convey your affection to the people you care about by being mean to them. I mean, I will admit that's like my main way of showing affection yeah. to people. Like that's a thing in our culture, and I don't mm-hmm. know how different that is in other cultures. Yeah, but I don't like, know. it's almost like we will throw around affection until it's very real, and then we feel self-conscious. And, like, it won't be reciprocated, and mm-hmm. so we feel too vulnerable to actually yeah, say Yeah, because it. we're Americans, and as soon as things get real, we but, freak out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's probably it. And that's the tease. But, but it's also, there are definitely rules about who you can and cannot be mean to. Mm-hmm. Because it's like I, if I just met someone, I'm not about to. Oh be no, you have to be good enough friends. With you have them. to be good enough friends with them. You have to be within the same generation as them. If, if there's mm-hmm. someone who's like, I don't know, like my grandma's age, no, can't do I that. don't care how close I am with them. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not gonna be mean to them. Yeah, it's it's just it's a thing. But it's like I feel like I don't know if 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 I feel comfortable being mean to you, then like I feel like we're better. I. I don't know. I feel much more comfortable being mean to the people that I am closest with than being nice to them. Yep. America. Um, I need to tell the mystery mail story. Oh my god. Okay, fine. Um, tell us the mystery mail story, (sighs) Kayla. (laughs) Listen, you know it's good. It is. I've just heard it so many times. Listen. And it's unrelated. It is, but, like, this is a big part of my life, and I feel like they need to know. (laughs) On Thursday, I received a package Mm -hmm. that I did not order from Amazon, and it was not ordered from my account, which I share with my family. So, like, it wasn't someone that ordered it to the wrong address. And it was a notebook that was, like, a planner for this year and next year. And I was like, I didn't order this. And we came to find out that it was also printed wrong. It's printed, it was printed backwards and upside down. It's printed upside down and backwards. Yeah. So I was like, the fuck is this? I checked my Amazon account. I asked a couple people, like, did you randomly send this to my house on accident? Mm-hmm. And then I called Amazon. And I was like, I got this. Can you, like, tell where it's was from? Was it also, like, kind of open? Oh, yeah. The package was, like, kind of ripped open when I got it. Yeah. So I was like, that's Weird. okay. Um, so I called Amazon and I was like, can we tell where this is from? So I like was on the phone with this lady for a long time. We were typing in numbers. She couldn't even find the order, Mm -hmm. which was weird because I had tracked it with UPS. Like I looked up the UPS tracking number and I saw it. It just didn't tell me anything except where the, where it came from, from Amazon. Yeah. So she came from Amazon Fulfillment Services in Lexington, Kentucky, which is where everything from Amazon comes from. (laughs) At least to um, us, the, everything comes through there. Yeah. So I was very confused. And we, we had Snapchatted some of this ordeal. 
And I had mentioned that the woman, so the joke came about somehow that it was the Canadian. Well, like, I'm, the joke, I'm, I'm writing something. The joke came about that it was a spy agency trying to recruit me. Yes. And then Sarah is writing something that involves the Canadian CIA. Which is, the, the Canadian version of the CIA is called CSIS. So on Snapchat, Sarah was joking, like, CSIS is trying to recruit you. You should try to decode that notebook. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, yeah. I received another package that mm-hmm. I had not ordered. I don't even know if this one came from Amazon. I need to relook at the package, but I don't think I it did. Th- really? I will need to relook, but I don't remember Amazon being anywhere on it. And what was it but a Canadian flag? <laughs> it's a really shitty, very cheap shitty, Canadian cheap flag. Canadian flag. So, like, obviously, someone that I'm friends with saw my Snap story. And well, was also, like, did the the woman who you were talking to it. Amazon. She sounded Canadian. She sounded Canadian. Which is where part of the Canadian joke came from. She right. sounded Canadian. Yeah. She was like, sorry, I don't know where your package came from. <laughs> and I was like, whatever, lady. Um, so, I don't know where the notebook came from, but I'm assuming that this Canadian flag is like a friend thinking they're funny. And yeah. it was like, I watched your snap story, I'm going to send her a mystery Canadian flag. Yeah. Now we have a Canadian flag. And one of our roommates is Canadian. So it works out. <laughs> but, so basically... I'm just, like, in limbo, waiting to see if I'll receive another package. It's a whole I, highlight I was, on my I was Instagram. Telling, I was telling her that she should try and, like, plant something. Like, plant, like, say something when she was posting about it that was, like, really specific that only, like, like a certain group of people yeah. would get to try and narrow down who's doing it. Is. Yeah. But we, I don't know, we couldn't really think of no. anything. Yeah. Unfortunate. But clearly this is someone... Who knows our address. Right. So that's why, so we live in a house that's like a Quidditch house yeah. for our team. So the whole Quidditch so like, team has access to they, our address. They all know where we live. So I'm a, I feel like it has to be someone on the team because they know where we live. And people on the team have played weird pranks at our house before. And your name was spelled correctly. Right. So they, I mean. Yeah. They know me. You know? Right. Kayla's name is not the easiest to spell. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> so so anyway if you that's a thing now <laughs> have any input on who sent me the mystery mail the mystery you mail. should also look on my instagram because it's a whole highlighted story now it's, it's called mystery mail and, and that's the uh, t sis that's where that's where that's came the from is because i was saying it was c sis and that's not the t sis yeah so. anyway not related at all but it's a big, unrelated it's Taylor probably the biggest thing it's probably the biggest thing going on in my life right now which is that sad yes is it true also, yes. You know? So, I just thought I would share. <laughs> okay, what's our poll for the week? Have you ever experienced a breakup or a friend breakup? Okay. Okay. The answer is no for me. You're welcome. Thank you. I had no idea. What's your beef of the week? Oh! Kayla has beef of the week. I don't have any prepared, so. Well, I think we share mine anyway. Okay. My beef of the week is people who don't follow the rules. <laughs> we are involved in a sport and we may have mentioned it before maybe it's less than five minutes ago it's quidditch and sometimes <laughs> you will play teams that notoriously just don't follow the rules blatantly blatant cheating and like blatantly cheat and when refs tell them like you gotta do this they will just blatantly not listen to the referees and then the refs don't try to continue to enforce it. They just kind of just let them Because do the it. refs for Quidditch notoriously are the worst. So we I were, feel like refs for every sport notoriously are the worst. I guess, but, but Quidditch just seems... Quidditch, Quidditch it's, it's like, it's mostly 
like students. Well, yeah. So it's like oh. dumbass students. Like I, being, I am certified to assistant ref, and, and I did assistant ref, and, and I have. And but it's Sarah, so you know, take it. <laughs> yeah, right. You, you know, so take you take know. that for what it's worth. But so we played one of these teams and got completely screwed over by them because they just were cheating, and it our so team doesn't cheat, and so we were at a disadvantage because we refused to cheat. Yeah, we, um, we that's that's a, a th- our team has a lot of weird shit that we do, but we we do not let our players cheat. Yeah, so it was it's a whole that's that's my beef of the week. Yeah, I don't really have any other. I feel like I thought of a beef of the week earlier today and then I forgot it. Um, I don't have. I don't. That's I share Kayla's beef of the week. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, we will go into no more detail because we'll just get mad. That's very true. <laughs> you can find that poll or tell us about your own beef of the week on our Twitter at SoundsFakePod. You can also find us on Tumblr, SoundsFakePod.tumblr.com or email us, SoundsFakePod at gmail.com. We also have a... <coughs> we also have a cough. I might leave that one in. That was, that was a good, good joke. Uh, okay, let's just... Scrolling on her phone and oh, shaking her head. Oh, well, I am also shaking my head at a friend of mine who is making poor decisions in life. Good. Um, yep. That's all. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can also find us on Patreon if you would like to give us your money. We'd appreciate it. Um, you don't have to give us very much. You can give us... Uh, you can give us just a dollar. Yeah. But it does can. go a long way for us. It really does. We're pretty, pretty broke. Um, so our two dollar patrons are Sarah Jones and Kate McBlain. Our five dollar patrons are Jennifer Smart, Ashita Vinakota, Austin Landry, Finney, and Perry Fierro. And our ten dollar patron is Emma Fink. You can find on YouTube by looking up Emma D. Fink. Thank you for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more rest in your ears. And until then, take good care of your cows.